Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome in the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app or on Dash Radio. We're on the Nothing But Net channel every day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Pacific. That is even during the offseason, however long that offseason is. You will find new episodes on Dash Radio. Also, check out FiveReasonSports.com. Spell it out, F-I-V-E, ReasonSports.com. That's where you'll find all of the latest South Florida sports content for free. We do not charge a paywall. We've got more contributors than anybody else. Brady Hawk has a piece on there today about the game that kind of defined the regular season for the Heat where they showed uh, their full potential. We actually talked about this on a recent five on the floor. It was that Atlanta Hawks game where they came back. So check out uh, what Brady wrote about that and everything else on our website, including our Dolphins coverage as they face Adam Gase and the Jets coming up here on Sunday. The Canes play Pitt, and we've got plenty of coverage of that as well. Also, check out all the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Many, many, many of our sponsors are local, including our friend Mark Brown. You can find him at markbrownpa.com. That's M-A-R-C, brownpa.com. This is a real estate litigation and transaction law firm, both commercial and residential Here's the thing. They've got a full-service attorney-owned title company right there in-house, and they've got this great deal. If you mention five reasons, you get a $295 closing fee on all refinances and purchases. So just mention five reasons, just $295 on the closing fee on all refinances and purchases. They handle evictions for landlords and tenants, so both sides of it, and they offer flat fee evictions. Practicing for nearly 15 years. Again, you can find them at Mark, M-A-R-C, at markbrownpa.com on the website at markbrownpa.com or call the office, again, local, 954-566-5678, 954-566-5678. And now, tonight's episode. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick. With Alphonse Sidney, Alex Toledo, and Greg Sylvander. Part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. Here's tonight's floor, floor plan. Night off for Alex Toledo. I've got Greg Sylvander. I've got Alphonse Sidney. The three of us are going to go through one of the big offseason issues here. As we enter the offseason, we're going to be breaking down pretty much every permutation, every possibility for the Miami Heat that might make sense as they navigate what are kind of uncharted waters. We don't know, guys, when the next season is going to start. We don't know if it's going to be in a bubble or not. Um, Jared Dudley was on Bill Simmons' pod and said they're thinking about starting the season in March and playing 50 games so that they can get fans in there. I've reported that one of the things they're considering and have brought to the Players Association is this possibility of three different bubbles, um, three 20-game segments, for a 60 game season with breaks in between and bubbles in places like Chicago, Orlando and Las Vegas with the heat going to Orlando again. So it's all over the place. Nobody really knows anything except that the season is probably not going to start in 2020. It's probably going to be 2021. And that the other thing that came out today was there was a report and you'll have to remind me, Greg, where it was, but 
that trades and free agency are going to be allowed prior to the draft. And when was that date? Uh, So the draft is November 18th. The report was initially from Brian Windhorse, but was aggregated by uh, Sam Amico. I think is his, how you pronounce his name. Um, And they essentially are saying that transact the transaction window should happen before the draft, which is completely unprecedented. And actually I think pretty damn cool, Um, but it would be contingent upon them agreeing to any adjustments to the collective bargaining agreement related to the revenue split and related to what the cap number would be. But there's a lot of whispers that kind of they're leaning in the direction of making sure that the cap number is pretty consistent with the projections that were out there initially. So um, hopefully that won't curtail spending and things like that and won't have um, negative impacts towards the league. But so if that gets ironed out in advance, the transaction window could happen before the draft. And generally speaking, it's the other way around. Usually we have to, uh, you know, kind of go through the draft situation and then you get to free agency, which the NFL's always done it opposite. And mm-hmm. I've always kind of agreed with the NFL's approach. Yeah, I've always agreed with the NFL's approach too. It also does sound like if they're if they do hammer something out with a cap to keep it pretty consistent to where it was, that means that they will be smoothing things over the next few years. It's not going to be the initial crazy cap hit. And look, the Heat don't know. I can tell you, I, I've spoken to people with the Heat this week. They, they don't know. I mean, they don't know. They're prepared pretty much for anything, but they also know there may be something that happens that they can't be possibly be prepared for. Alf, do you, before we get into the specifics of the one player we're going to talk about tonight or the two players uh, who I think are connected, do you like the idea of, of knowing who your free agents or your veterans are going to be before you go into the draft? Um, it, I guess it just depends on your organizational organizational philosophy. I don't think the Heat draft for need. Uh, they just draft uh, basically who they, the best guy, the best fit, the best guy available. So for the Heat, I don't think it really changes much in the the way they approach things. Um, but some of these guys at the top of the draft, I mean, if you're able to pick up a point guard in free agency, do you draft a point guard number one, two, or three? So it does change a lot of things in that regard. So for the Heat specifically, I don't think it changes the way they do things. But there are going to be teams, and honestly, I think it's a really short-sighted way to uh, to run your organization. If you're drafting uh, 18-year-olds for need, <laughs> like you're in bad shape in the first place. Um, so it shouldn't affect it, but it's going to affect some teams, like, you know, the, the bad organization. So – I think, and honestly, just for our our sake, for content sake, it's actually kind of cool. We get there's more to talk about earlier than uh, than there normally would be, and I, it's it's going to be funny to see how valuable draft picks become when it's bef- you know when it's kind of when it's before the draft. I think I think that's the part mm-hmm. that's going to be kind of weird to see like where where what what is the value of draft picks and trades. Uh, when you're when you're talking about right before the draft as opposed to at other times of the year so you don't have to subtweet those organizations just say the kings yeah the kings and the knicks basically just say it. yeah just just basically say it. but but actually look uh, there is some his, historical precedent here with the heat in a situation that this would have benefited them if you go back to uh, the 2004 offseason if they had uh, made the shack trade first they would not have drafted Darrell Wright. They, they drafted Darrell Wright to play with a young, growing team that included Karan Butler and Lamar Odom and Dwayne Wade, and then Karan and Lamar were gone, and all of a sudden you went from a team that was a cute little team to a team that was trying to win a championship immediately with Shaq, 
and they would have drafted Jameer Nelson. They would have drafted because he was the polished player who had played four years in college. And even though the funny thing about this is Stan is the guy who didn't want to draft him. And Stan ended up falling in love with him when he had him in Orlando. But but they would have drafted the polished player. The thing with the Heat is they typically draft. They have typically drafted the polished player anyway. I know they drafted Bam and Hero, but again, I, I consider one year at Kentucky to be like three years anywhere else. But but they've drafted the Josh Richardsons who played four years. I mean, Pat has a history of taking uh, taking players who've been in college a little bit longer. I mean, even Dwayne, you know, had a pretty lengthy, even though he missed the one year with Prop 48, he had a pretty lengthy college career. So um, I, I do think, I think for the Heat, it's actually somewhat beneficial um, because I mean, for one thing, they may flip that pick anyway. For and sure. we're going to, you know, we talked, you know, we talked about that yesterday. Uh, Alex and I did about how the number 20 pick could be involved. And, and before we get to today's topic, I do want to get into a poll that I put up today because I found it fascinating. Whenever you can get 50 50 on a poll, it tells you that there are two different types of Heat fans. <laughs> so I polled, would you trade uh, for Oladipo if you wanted Oladipo? Again, with no guarantee, he's going to resign with you. So it could be a one year rental. Would you trade a combination of none, either Olinick or Iguodala to make the money work, KZ Akpala and the number 20 pick? And I'm looking at it right now. There are 4,200 votes on this poll. People like transactions more than they like games. 4,200 votes. It is exactly 50-50. It hasn't budged in three hours. Well, I'll break so, the tie. No. We, I, I said I no. Not, I would I not do I that said, trade. I said no. Alex said yes. I say I no. no. Um it's one because it could be a one year rental. That's the biggest thing. And then, I mean, we've seen at Oladipo, right? It's if if we if if he was coming off uh, that that first great season with Indiana, sure. But I mean, he doesn't. He hasn't looked right for a while now. Like what you're you're banking a lot on. You're banking you're a draft pick, um, none, and the 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 promise of Akpala. For a guy you're you're not really sure about, I feel yeah. like that's a lot. Well, and also it's a guy that could potentially just come to the team for free, not for free, but like from mm-hmm. an asset, you know, trading perspective for free in 2021. And then all indications are he loves Miami. I mean, he uh, he makes sure to post his location on IG as much as possible. Uh, when he's in Miami, but the other part of it is this is like, they, they kind of view KZ as a first round pick a project, but a first round pick in terms mm-hmm. of talent and value. So then you're talking about KZ, the 2020 pick. Um, and the, the other thing about Iguodala's contract, and we're going to get into this more when we talk about Giannis, um, that contract is particularly valuable because of the option on the very last year of it and mm-hmm. what they can do with that and how they can maneuver it from a trading perspective, which uh, we'll unpack that in a bit. But there's just a lot of moving parts there that to me, because Oladipo has such a strong chance of leaning Miami anyway, like, why would you empty the quote-unquote treasure chest, so to speak, uh, for, for that deal? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. And, and I, I think what it would come down to, again, is, you know, first, how desperate is Pat to make the move, which I don't think he is. How much does Oladipo force his way out, which I think he will, but I don't think he'll specify a team. And even if he gives Pritchard a list, I don't think it's going to matter. And then who else gets involved, right? I mean, are there other teams? I mean, does, do the Lakers offer a package that starts with Kuzma? Um, you know, th- there are teams that could get involved that could press the issue with the heat. And then I think it becomes, okay, we'll give you, you know, Olenek, none and the first, and then Pritchard holds out and says, I want Akpala. And then it becomes, okay, I'm not going to give you Akpala, but 
maybe you re-sign DJJ and we expand the deal. Like there, I think there are other ways they could do it, but I don't think it's a desperation move they have to make. But anyway, check out the pod. Alex and I did a lot on this, uh, but I found it really interesting uh, that it went exactly 50, 50. All right. We're going to get to, to Giannis and bam today. That's where we're headed before we do though. I want to tell you about another sponsor of the five reasons sports network, unless you've been living under a rock, you know, the NFL is back. The NBA playoffs are over but MLB is still going, which means one thing, it's still winning season. And my bookie, a game is 10 times more exciting when you're putting some money on it. So make sure you do it. And regardless of whether you've been betting for, for years or ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. I've used a bunch of these platforms. To me, this is the easiest one. It's also the easiest to get your money back, which with some of these platforms is kind of challenging. So with the biggest online selection of bets and props, they've made it simple to win and easy, like I said, to withdraw your cash. Right now, they've got a $100,000 super contest for only a $10 entry, and they're giving away five grand in cash prizes every four weeks. So you'd be crazy not to invest in your sports knowledge with that kind of potential return on your investment. And you too can sign up at MyBookie using the promo code Five on the floor, that's F-I-V-E, on the floor to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to 1000 bucks. You put 100 bucks in, they'll give you another $100. It's an easy way to jumpstart your payroll. So go to mybookie.ag. Again, that's mybookie.ag. Use the promo code five on the floor. All right, the primary topic we're going to get into today, and this is a result of something that made it out into the public space that we've been talking about here on Five on the Floor, I feel like, for 10 months, which is the fact that the Bam Adebayo extension and Giannis's future are in a lot of ways tied together. They have the same agent, as we've mentioned, ad infinitum on this podcast. Um, they are the only two prominent players with that particular agent, Bam Adebayo has an extension that he could get now. Um, Giannis obviously is a free agent in 2021, but has sort of announced at least his commitment to Milwaukee for this season as he sees what the Bucs do to improve the roster. As I've mentioned, it feels very much like LeBron 1.0 in Cleveland up until he left in 2010. Hasn't won the title yet. About the same age that LeBron was at that point. Can't get a better second player than Chris Middleton, who I called swingman Mo Williams. Let's get into the specifics of this, Greg. Um, Bam Adebayo just had his first injury in the past two years. Do you think that, uh, beyond the agent thing, that that changes the equation for him in any way in terms of saying, wow, that could have been worse. I need to get my money now. I mean, who would blame him if it did? I, I think that it would be the prudent approach for him to secure as much long-term money at a, at a high enough number to feel good about that, particularly when you were faced with the reality of an injury. But even despite that taking place, and obviously that's a factor that we, we, we don't know how Bam feels about that. Right. But what we do know is that the organization is going to do right by Bam Adebayo. There's not going to be a situation where they are not transparent with not only their plans, but also that max extension is on the table. Like if he wants that max extension now, in my opinion, they will give it to him and they will figure everything out later. There are ways it, it would be extremely difficult, but there are ways that they can add a really high impact player with Bam at his elevated cap number. It's not maybe the Giannis scenario, um, but there are ways that they could absolutely improve the team. So I don't think that they would do anything to compromise the relationship with Bam Adebayo, but this is the beauty of this particular scenario because he shares an agent with Giannis 
I think that there's going to be a level of communication there and a level of understanding there and trust with the agent between the two players and the organization that make it viable to figure out something that could work that would just allow him to roll over uh, and kind of get that, that big contract, max contract in 2021. Well, Alf, it's kind of a tampering workaround, isn't it? I mean, it's an it's a fortunate it it's a fortunate coincidence, <laughs> right? Because because typically you wouldn't really be able to the league would frown upon the heat communicating in any way with Giannis's agent, but they already are. They have like, to. right? No, th- that's what the the funny thing is, it's no one would I, I I hope no one would blame Bam for taking the extension right now, right? But if he doesn't take the extension, it's going to be the loudest dog whistle to the rest of the league that the Heat are tampering with Giannis. Like, it's just going to be like everyone. I mean, the writing is going to be so it's going to be on the wall, loud for everybody to read. Like the Heat are targeting Giannis and Bam is working with them to get maybe not even if it's not Giannis, Bam is working with them to get the biggest uh, free agency haul in 2021 of any of these teams. And the fact that they share the agent, that's where it's really going to be like, oh, wow, look, Pat Riley is at it again. And we've all said that we've said, like you said, we've been saying on this show for a year that if Bam doesn't sign this extension, man, it's a sign to the rest of the league that you watch out the Heat are working on getting Giannis in here. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, and always, also, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. And it, it because his it would be malpractice by his agent to not get him to sign the extension. Mm-hmm. And not get Giannis here, right? Like if, right. if you're his agent and you you let him not sign the extension and you don't deliver Giannis in 2021, malpractice. Like he should be sued for malpractice. Well, it's it's interesting you say that because I, I had a, a long conversation the other day with actually one of our sponsors, um, a guy named Eric Brown, who uh, we has set up a website, Five Reasons Realtor. We encourage you to check out that site because he's worked with professional athletes, but also first time home buyers, but. Uh, Eric and I were talking about this particular topic and the idea of him representing, you know, clients and that you always try to do what's in the client's best interest, right? There's a little bit of a, a conflict of interest situation here for, for, for the agent, right? Because, you know, you're trying to do what's best for Giannis and you want to keep Giannis's options open, right? If Giannis views Miami as an attractive destination, you don't want your other client basically shutting the door on that, <laughs> Right. But at the same time, you don't want to jeopardize your your you know your second most important client's future by not getting into the extension on a pipe dream if you don't know where Giannis's head is at. And and I was talking to Eric about this because um it brought it brought to mind, you know, my days covering the Dolphins and Drew Rosenhaus. And you know, uh, you know, I've been up and down with Drew over the years. I have a good relationship with Drew now. Uh, but when you when you were covering the Dolphins in the late 90s and early 2000s in particular, you had to go through Drew. He had like 15 to 20 players on the team at any given time. He would get like four of the draft picks and then he'd be the second agent. A lot of other agents didn't like that, but he'd be the second agent for a lot of guys after they got there. He ended up getting Zach. He got you know, he, he typically got every wide receiver, every running back. And I remember one year he had three guys in the running back room who were competing with each other for jobs and for contracts. And it always struck me like I didn't blame Drew for it. If you can get the clients, get the clients. But I always thought about it from the client's perspective. Like, do is that do you really want like if he's got Rob Conrad, but he's also got Travis Minor and he, I think he had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 
the other Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, is that is that good for the players when you're, you're – because maybe you do a favor for the team with one guy. So, yeah, you have guys essentially competing for playing time, competing for contracts, competing for their futures. And sometimes you might have, you know, an agent who don't wants to do right by the team – in one way, you know, maybe he'll do right by the team with a smaller client so that the bigger client gets taken care of because that's ultimately going to be more money yeah. for the agent. So I, it's a complicated situation. You're not going to get the agent to recuse himself. But I, I wonder how the rest – how do you think the rest of the league is going to look at this? Because it, 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 it's kind of a tamper-proof situation. Yeah, because you know what the agent does. The, the agent just essentially tells each client – go get the the most amount of money possible. And then he leaves the decision up to the player to say, do I want to approach that? And do, is that what I want to pursue? Or when Riley and Andy and, and those guys lay out the plan and the way as connected as this group is, I feel like the whole damn team's going to be in the room to some degree, you know, like the, the entire core would, would be selling them on this, this idea of, bringing in another guy, then it, it kind of the decision, it, you, you put the ball in Bam's court. And I, I just, I think that they're going to be able to figure something out, but from the agent's perspective, he can just in good conscience say, Hey, I tell all my clients, go and get the most money at the soonest time. And if they make a decision to wait, then that's the decision they make for their career. Do you think that the heat would be irritated Alf with his agent? If Bam takes the extension, not at all. I mean, I mean, they might be, you know, underneath, you know, <laughs> that 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 meme on Twitter where there's a, sm- there's a, a mask of a smiling face okay. and <laughs> behind it, the person seething. Uh, there the might smiling be little... faces with hidden agendas. Exactly. Like, that mask? Uh, there might be a little bit of that, but they can't blame them. They under they understand the business. You know, it, it's they're good. I, I feel like that conversation is going to go kind of like what Greg was saying. They're going to approach him and say, you know, bam they'll probably have Jimmy in the room and say, guys, we can, we can have a big three here in 2021, but bam, you're just going to have to wait for your money. We are going to get you your money. We get, we always get our guys their money. And then, you know, uh, maybe UD's there saying, Hey, we, 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 I don't, you don't always get all of your money. Uh, so, so get <laughs> your Dwayne, money. young man. Right? <laughs> but you know what's crazy is that they could actually even get a big four. So like it becomes an even bigger conversation than that. And I know we're going to unpack like all the, the ramifications and until the cap number comes in, it's a little premature, but truthfully, like they can sell a vision of getting four guys when you include Bam and Jimmy as two of the four. Well, and I also think that unlike LeBron, who really didn't want to hear the vision, particularly when the vision included Josh McRoberts and Danny Granger, um, I, I, I do think that the vision here is going to be understood. But I, Jimmy's also made it clear what types of guys he wants to play with. Now, there's a little bit of a complicated history with him and Giannis. Um, I don't think it's bad, but there have been some moments uh, with the two of them. I, I don't know necessarily that Giannis would be Jimmy's first choice. Um, but, uh, you know, again, there's some play style stuff. And you know what? We're going to talk to you about Manscaped here. When we come back to close this thing up, I, I want to talk about whether you even wait for Giannis, which I, I think is one of the topics we need to get to. We'll get back to our episode here in a second. Before we do, I want to tell you about another of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. You know, Knicks are no good in the NBA. You're familiar with that? The Knicks are no good? Well, Knicks are no good when you're shaving certain parts of your body either. 
So that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. I never thought I would actually say that on a podcast. And just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. When I tell you this is premium, I mean, premium, the battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Make sure you trim yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code 5RSN at manscaped.com. And now this is where I end my career. Your balls will thank you. And now back to the episode. All right, back on five on the floor. Ethan Skolnick with Greg Sylvander and Alphonse Sidney. I mean, let, let's, let's get to the core of this because, like you said, they're not going to do anything to jeopardize Bam's relationship with them. They value him too much, and they have valued him all along. So I, I don't think there should be a concern there. I, and I, if the national media starts to hype a concern there, I think they're out of touch. And I think they've kind of figured out now in that regard, at least they're out of touch. Bam's going to be here. But the, here's the other question, because we talked about this with Oladipo and some of the other guys. And one, one of the, the benefits of Oladipo is that you're not going into 2021 so that you don't jeopardize the Giannis free agency. And that's one of the reasons we're even talking about giving up assets for Oladipo early is to bring in another player to have another guy here. It's like when you, you know, you, it's easier to attract when you have, right? So you could go to Giannis in 2021 with Oladipo as a potential re-sign, again, depending on the cap, with Bam in hand and with Jimmy and, and with Hero, if you don't have to give up Hero. And this is your core. You can win a championship. Come here, right? And it's going to be better than any other core any other team can put together. So that's part of it. But here's the other question. There are other moves that he could make that could take them out of all of 2021 or part of 2021, part of it. And if, and if it's about part of it, then it's about, okay, well, there are other players we like in 2021, but maybe we don't think we're going to get Kawhi. And maybe we don't think Giannis is the, the orca that everybody else thinks he is to the degree that we're going to put off everything else. So I'll start with you this time, Al. Is Giannis, assuming you're not going to trade for him early, because I don't think he's going anywhere a year early, is Giannis worth waiting for? The shot at getting in the room with Giannis? Um, not if you're going to piss off Bam, right? Uh, if, if you have an understanding with Bam, okay, right? If you if you look at the free agent market this summer, which is, is not nothing crazy, um. It's, you know, it's nothing to write home about. If you explore trades and nothing really, you know, you shake that tree and you nothing falls down. Yes. You know, but, but I guess what I, I guess what I'm really saying is no, because I want the heat to go out and explore every possibility they can have to make an NBA finals team a little bit better. Right. Um, because this team, if we can keep talking about the future, there's nothing more win now than a finals team, right? So you can keep everything the same, but, you know, uh, Kevin Durant is coming, Kyrie's coming. Um, you can keep it the same and hope for another finals run. Um, but if, they, if, if there's something out there to make the team better, 
I would do it now. Um, but but I like, guess like it has to be significantly better. But if there's nothing there, you run this, you run this back, you do those balloon payments to Jay Crowder and Goran Dragic, and uh, and then you you know you shoot for the moon in 2021. Yeah, see, I, I'm with Alf in that. Um, if you would have asked me eight months ago, I would have thought that you needed a player of Giannis's caliber in order to kind of create the trajectory of being two wins from an NBA championship. But the Heat just proved that they're already that as presently constructed. So then it's like when you look around the edges of the league, maybe you're not going to get the the two-time MVP, but you could get a player that is still you know, really, really good, a multiple time all-star or something like that via trade. And maybe, yeah, it's not like the hyped up free agent pursuit that you had with, with LeBron or with Durant, but you're, you're, you can go back to the finals next year and Jimmy's shown he can win you two finals games on his own. So imagine if he had another guy that could win two finals games on his own. You know what I mean? Does Kyle Lowry or Drew Holiday win you the NBA championship this year? Instead of instead of having Tyler Hero starting at your at the point guard position, I think that that's the difference. I mean that and a healthy roster with Goran and and Bam, that's obviously. Like, yeah, I mean you're a right there. Bam and Drew Holiday and Goran, like like you know, like if you if you if you can get a Kyle Lowry or a Drew Holiday and you can bring Goran off the bench and and limit his minutes like you did all year, keep him healthy for the playoffs. That team, that starting five with uh, Goran off the bench. Honestly, I think that beats the Lakers this year. Does Oladipo? Not if this year. I mean, yeah. he, no, no. But if, but if you get if you get something closer, yeah. If you get if you get to, the, to where he was, yeah, yeah. But that's the problem is you're worried that you're not going to get that, right? Yeah, you'd have to see. You know, if he plays like the Oladipo that that made All Star teams. He's the point of attack defender. He is the other shot creator. He's the score. He he fits the the mold of what they need to add. So there's no mm-hmm. doubt that he that he would um would get them much much closer. And he doesn't obviously compromise 2021 space. But they're essentially in a spot where they have the ability to spend about 15 million dollars and still have a max spot in 2021 now Mm -hmm. if they did that early that would mean that they wouldn't be keeping bird rights on guys like goran and jay so the one-year balloon payment stuff goes right out the window and i don't know that they're willing to do that because do you really want to give up those two guys part of the key of uh, rotation so um i i don't really foresee them uh trading for like a, a mid level kind of player it's going to be like if you can all of a sudden get bradley beal or if you Mm -hmm. can get um uh, just throwing stuff at the wall joel Embiid, or something like that Mm -hmm. like a name like that i think that you have to look at it sooner because i mean jimmy's window is right now yeah two two things on this um one i think if you're talking about sort of the halfway in halfway out idea drew holiday is the guy who makes the most sense because there is that player option that he has. And so there's flexibility if you develop a relationship with a player to figure out a way to make that work with the option that's coming up in 21. Um, Whereas Lowry is up after this year. It's a little bit different. And and so I know that everybody's been afraid of the Drew thing because, well, he'll opt into that deal. Well, that deal is not that bad. I mean, if he's still playing at a high level, and obviously I've talked a lot about not just Jimmy's affection for Lowry, but Jimmy's affection for Drew, and, and so there's two other things to discuss here. One, what Jimmy just did in the finals, like you said, by winning two finals games by himself and being in his prime has elevated his status further. So if he was going to have a say before, he has a bigger say now 
they are going to listen to Jimmy Butler. So when I tell you that he loves Drew Holiday and he loves Kyle Lowry, that's why I'm telling you that. Okay. And obviously he loves Joel Embiid. Oh, that's a different conversation. Okay. Those two guys, I can tell you not that Jimmy doesn't love Oladipo, but I said this on the previous pod, there was concern in his circle and in the heat circle about the way Vic conducted himself uh, in the bubble. It's legitimate concern. And so I I wonder the way it was described to me was not really clear. He's a winner. And I'm not saying that's coming from Jimmy. I'm just saying that's coming from those around Jimmy enough that I, it, it makes you wonder. And, and so, you know, you take that into consideration. I don't think there's any concern about Kyle Lowry being a winner. I don't think there's any concern about Drew Holiday being a winner. The other thing to consider on Drew is that, you know, first thing, David Griffin's a very good GM. Drew is not really on Zion's timeline, though, from an age perspective. They've got to make a decision on Brandon Ingram, and a lot of it will depend on their coach. If, they, if, if Stan Van Gundy's their coach, he's going to want to keep Drew Holiday. Yep. I'm just right. So I, I think a lot of it depends on on who is there. But I, I know how Stan feels about Drew as a defender. And if you if you watch that uh, that podcast with um, Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes, uh, where uh, everybody, everybody who came on said Drew was the most underrated player in the league. It was like eight players that all. And that's that's the way the Heat view him, too. So if you're looking at, at like kind of that option, who's not the guy who takes you out of 21 totally but might, but might be worth it. He's that guy. The other thing though, and I want to close here, both of you guys, it's clear, have accelerated the timeline because you believe in what just happened in the bubble, right? Yep. Is, is there any part of you that thinks to yourself, maybe I shouldn't accelerate it because maybe it wasn't totally real. Maybe the circumstances were so unusual that it, Impressive they got to the finals, but they're not really a finals team yet. No, well, what know, I oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go, no, go off, go. No, what what I would say is the I think the the conditions of the bubble accelerated the timeline. It, I, it, it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? I think it made Bam a better player. It made here it accelerated Hero's timeline. I think the condition of the maybe they wouldn't have been a finals team without the bubble. But the bubble made them a finals team going forward uh, because, like, Hero became a man. Like, Hero had a season and a half in his rookie season. So, you know, and Bam just became a – no longer just our little secret down here. He is a national story. Um, I mean, he had the biggest defensive play of the final – I mean, of the playoffs. Um, and everyone knew that the series changed as soon as he got injured. So you knew – you now know – people know who Bam, who Bam is. So that – has accelerated things. So yeah, I don't, I think the conditions of the bubble were an advantage for the heat, but I think that advantage carries over into the future. Agree. Like those guys got a taste of what it's like to make a deep playoff run, feel um, schemed for it, planned for by other teams. Uh, You have, you know, guys in in a seven game series trying to take away your most, you know, your strengths and and they play through that stuff. So you're right. Like they they grew up a ton. And this is the other part of it. Like when we talk about accelerating a timeline, we're only talking about accelerating it up by one year. So it's not like we're saying, well, this is a 2024 plan that we're making a 2020 plan now. This is just one year ahead of time. And I trust Andy and Pat to manage the cap. There's a lot of things.
they can do with signing trades, especially you mentioned Drew Holiday. He would be an attractive chip if you didn't work out something. Right. The Andre Iguodala contract is another thing that can be a, a valuable chip along the way here because there's an option on it. So I just think that there's so many ways that you can get to still improving the team in 2021 that why not take a shot at something to improve and get back there next year? You know, I think you hit on it, Leif, and we'll close. Um, the circumstances, the odd circumstances of the bubble and now of the salary cap all play into the competent organization's hands. So the bubble played into a team with a competent coaching staff. Okay. The crazy salary cap situation, the different permutations plays into the hands of a team with Andy Ellisberg and Pat Riley running the show. I mean, that's so like, their competence, their stability is being rewarded by the effed up circumstances that everybody's dealing with right now. You can, so it, it's this idea, again, that things are fluky. They're not fluky. The circumstances are fluky. The reactions to them are not fluky. The better organizations are going to be able to deal with this stuff, whereas the kings of the world are not. The Knicks of the world are not. The Cavs of the world are not. Okay, it's just, and and this. So I, I really think this plays into their hands. So anyway, we're gonna do a bunch more pods on this, but we're gonna do pods like this going forward, a little bit shorter. Um, try to give you single topics. We'll do another one here later in the week. We got floors yours coming up on Thursday night. And by the way, we have a T-shirt, not just one color, but we got the alternate vice colors on this too. The Giannis Bam Twenty One shirt. So if you want them to play together, start wearing the shirt and start tagging Giannis on social media. He checks his mentions. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.